Okay, so uh, I'm just going to spill all these beans while I've got them in my pot. Um, the Buddha gives a sutta about an arrow that's found having wounded a bird, killed a bird. Or no, wounded, the bird wasn't yet dead. And one of the monks picked up the bird and the monks found the arrow in the bird and they said, oh, we must, we must find out who, who shot this arrow and killed this, or, you know, to kill this bird. This is a great injustice that has been done. And the Buddha said, what matters right now is that we take the arrow out and, 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 and care for the bird. So we all have uh, an arrow wound in our heart. And what matters most is that, um, that we are able to find a way to ease our bodies and release and relax and let the arrow come out so that we can begin the healing process. It doesn't really matter who shot the arrow that hit you um, because figuring that out isn't going to save your life. But, um, but, but for us now in this intellectual realm, I think that in order to have the ease that we need to let the arrow come out at this stage, we have to understand a few things. Whoever shot the arrow that is killing us, whether it was our parents or our peers or an institution, They, they were shooting in a blind rage. They probably weren't even aware of what they had done to you. They also have arrows in them that they were hit by with, from their parents or their institutions or their peers or some trauma that's passed. Where does it all begin? No one really knows. I think the, 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 the Bible story about Abel and Cain is illustrative. I, I value the Bible a lot, although I'm not a literalist. I think that the Bible is not necessarily true, but it, but it is about the truth. And um, my understanding of the story of Cain and Abel is that there are these two brothers, and one of them... Um, one of them grows vegetables, and one of them uh, herds or hunts. I think he was a herder, but regardless, um, they both they both gather their food and make their meals, and and um, give offering, but. Uh, Abel, the older brother, he didn't he didn't touch or taste his meat as food for himself until after he had uh, offered it in worship to the divine and thanked thank thanked the creator and honored the source of the food and Cain. Cain tasted his first. 
There's a Native American story. I don't really know it. I can't remember the name of it or anything. I think it's Native American about this young man who comes to learn from an elder and he has to, you know, it's a whole saga and he has to go find this magnificent fish and then he has to prepare the fish and he's told, you know, don't, don't, you have to give, you, you have to give, you have to give, you have to give this, you have, you have to give this fish to your master first. Don't, don't taste it. Don't eat it. You know, not, not even anything while you're cooking it. And at, at some point he, uh, he had touched the fish or touched some coals or something. He, he, he had, he had the oil of the fish on his finger and he like burnt his hand or something and, 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 and almost reactively, mindlessly without realizing it. He, he, he put his fingers to his mouth and he tasted, um, he tasted this fish. And when his master came to receive the meal, he looked at him and he saw that, he saw that something had happened and he said, did you taste it? And he said, yeah, yeah, I did. I, I'm sorry. I, it was an accident. You know, I, I burned myself and I just put my hand to my mouth and without thought, it happened, and the master said, well, then you have to eat the whole thing. And, um, yeah, so in the, in, in, in the story of Cain and Abel, Cain, instead of giving, giving grace to, to God, the divine, Mother Earth, the source of life and spirit, all of these things with 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 this meal before he gave the offering he 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 was self he was yeah he was self interested before he was um and then he saw he saw how um how 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 the blessings of his brother who was selfless first um, how, how his older brother's blessings were greater and he became filled with jealousy and enmity and anger until he finally, in his selfish pride and rage and anger, wound up killing his brother. And so, yeah, I mean, in some way there is some sense in which selfishness leads to poverty and poverty leads to anger and anger leads to violence and violence leads to sadness. We all wind up with this arrow that we received from someone who received it, from someone who received it, it just keeps coming down the line. But we have to see that the source of all of these things is perhaps selfishness and that it's not about me, it's not about my wound, it's not about my lack, it's about my gratitude, my connections, my, 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 my honoring of all of the blessings that I receive, my, my part and participation in the community of life. And, um, yeah, turning turning all of that around in a way that helps us ease ourselves into a, a state of greater openness, so that as the barbs, as, yeah, as 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 the tissue 
of our body relaxes and releases, the barbs of the arrow don't, don't rip us apart any further. So, yeah, the historical pattern of who did what to who and how we got here and who's to blame. I, I have a sense that everyone who's here now is necessary. You know, the United States is a world stage. There are people from all continents here come to this land. Uh, and, and, and we are here at this time because change is needed. And had, had the Europeans not come with the Africans, then we wouldn't have the Africans here now to learn from, to help us heal the wounds that caused us to, to flee in, um, in both exile and in, in, in excess from our homeland of Europe. Um, there are still native indigenous peoples here and there are Asians here as well. There, there, there's a mixing of all the people in this place. Um, and it's a beautiful opportunity for all of us to, to learn from one another and to um, see that there are no differences between us beyond the, the, the differences that we, the, the distinctions that we have created for ourselves. We have been wearing our father's glasses. Uh, in the movie Darjeeling Limited, and these sons are traveling in India, and they're all—they have artifacts of their dead father, his luggage, and his things, and suits. And one of the sons is wearing a pair of glasses, and he constantly is rubbing on his temples because he has these headaches, and he has these headaches because he's wearing his father's glasses, and his father needed those glasses in order to see, you know, and that's, people have deficiencies, limitations, challenges, and they use tools in order to have, to, to be able to clearly see the world the way that the world around them sees things. But we are born with, we're, we're born with different abilities, we're born with different insight, we're born with different perspective, and as long as we cling to the modifications of thought and behavior that the generations before us used in order to adapt to the world that they were in, we're going to give ourselves a headache. We have to acknowledge that I'm wearing my father's glasses. The lens through which I see the world is not the prescription for my clarity. <laughs>